You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds were shut out by the Brewers on Wednesday afternoon in Milwaukee. Final score 3-0, and in so doing, they lose the three-game series two games to one. But more importantly, they are now a game and a half behind the Brewers in the National League Central. If you like pitching, this game was for you. Milwaukee's Freddie Peralta and Cincinnati's Ben Lively were both on the top of their games at least through six innings. Peralta struck out 13 Reds in his six innings on the mound. Lively kept the Brewers off the scoreboard through six, but that changed in the seventh when Tyrone Taylor hit a two-run homer. They added an insurance run off Fernando Cruz in the bottom of the eighth. The Reds' offense only managed six hits and only two extra base hits. T.J. Friedel collected a couple of knocks, as did Joey Votto, but since Cincinnati batter struck out a total of 18 times. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Well, Chris, tough ball game for the Red Legs today as they fall to the Brewers 3-0 once again against Brewer pitching. The Reds just could not find any offense. Well, no offense when you strike out 18 times. You know, you can count on maybe three fingers on one hand how many times the ball was hit hard by the Reds' offense. So sometimes you tip your hat, Tommy. It seems like we we're saying that all year long about Brewers pitching, but uh, they lived up to the hype. Yep, they certainly did. But, boy, you want to talk about good pitching. How about Ben Lively's effort today? I know he ends up taking the loss. He gave up the two-run home run late, but – he matched Freddie Peralta pitch for pitch throughout most of this ballgame. Yeah, he's one of the more unlucky pitchers that the Reds have run out there this year. He came within a, an out of getting a win his last time out. Today he probably came within getting, you know, maybe a little bit of run support of getting a win because as well as he pitched. So, you know, he's in the rotation. He knows he belongs there. He's throwing the ball probably better than he has in his entire life. And I'm looking forward to his next start. Well, the good news is the Reds do not have to deal with the Brewers the rest of the year. The bad news is it was not a good go against the Brewers this year. No, but they've got to be able to turn the page. It's one thing this ball club has done. David Bell's been really good about getting them to be involved and in the moment. And I think that that's the case. You put the Brewers in the rearview mirror, can't do anything about this series or your season series against the Brewers. So you concentrate on L.A. And then when the time comes, you concentrate on the Cubs next week. Once again, final score, Brewers 3, Reds nothing. Get back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds lost to the Brewers on Wednesday afternoon, 3-0. Now to the highlights, Freddie Peralta made the start for Milwaukee, and all he did was strike out the first five Reds he faced. Joey Votto singled with two outs in the second, but he was stranded. Peralta struck out two more in the third. T.J. Friedel reached on a perfect bunt single leading off the fourth, but after Matt McClain struck out, Jake Fraley grounded into a double play. Ben Lively started for the Reds. He pitched a perfect first inning. He gave up a one-out double in the second, but Andrew Monasterio was stranded on base. Milwaukee threatened in the bottom of the third with one out. Joey Weimer was on first base. Christian Yelich doubled, moving Weimer to third base. That brought William Contreras to the plate. 1-0, swung on, that's a ground ball right at McLean. Here comes a runner, the throw, he is out and out by a mile. I mean, Weimer slid about eight feet in front of home plate and stopped. And then he got up and kind of crawled around a little bit, a little, did a little alligator crawl trying to get to the plate and ease the tag out there for Tyler Stevenson. So the Reds bring the infield in. 
The Brewers put the contact play on, and there's an out at the plate. Willie Adamas then struck out to end the inning. Lively then pitched a 1-2-3-4. The Reds had a golden opportunity to score in the top of the fifth. Jonathan India doubled to begin the inning. Joey Votto then grounded out to second base, moving India to third. But Freddie Peralta struck out Christian Encarnacion Strand and Tyler Stevenson back-to-back to end the threat. With one out in the bottom of the fifth, Bryce Terang doubled to right. Joey Weimer grounded out. Christian Yelich was next up, and it looked like Milwaukee was going to score, but Ellie De La Cruz had another idea. Lively's 0-2 pitch. Line drive, diving catch at third by De La Cruz. Falling out to his left to make the catch, taking a hit and a run away from Yelich and the Brewers. T.J. Friedel doubled with two outs in the top of the sixth and moved to third on a wild pitch, but Peralta struck out Matt McClain to end the inning, his 13th strikeout in six innings. And believe it or not, the Brewers then took Peralta out of the game. Elvis Peguero replaced Peralta in the seventh. He put a couple of runners on base, but they couldn't score. Ben Lively came back out to pitch the bottom of the seventh for Cincinnati. With one out, Abraham Toro singled to right. That brought Tyrone Taylor to the plate. And a swing, and that's hit well. Deep to left field, looking up as Will Benson. Gone. Tyrone Taylor jumps on the first offering he sees from Ben Lively and quickly makes it a 2-0 ball game. Lively retired the next batter, but Joey Weimer reached on an infield single. That was it for Ben Lively. Alex Young came on. He got the final out of the inning. Here's the pitching line on Lively. Six and two-thirds innings, eight hits, two runs earned, no walks, three strikeouts, 89 pitches, 59 of those, four strikes. Ellie De La Cruz singled with two outs in the eighth, but he was stranded. Fernando Cruz pitched the bottom of the eighth for Cincinnati. He easily retired the first two batters, but then walked Sal Freelich. Andrew Monasterio was next up, and he brought home the third Brewers run. Cruz gets the sign, sets ready, and the 0-2 pitch again. And it's hooked down the left field line. That's got a chance to drop fair. It will. It's into the corner. Freelick on his horse, and he has good speed. He'll be waved around third, and he will score easily. On a two-strike pitch, Andrew Monasterio hooks one into the left field corner. For an RBI double, and that is a huge two-out insurance run for the Brewers here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Devin Williams came on the pitch the ninth for Milwaukee. He struck out Matt McLean the fourth time McLean struck out in the game. Fraley grounded out, and then the game ended with Jonathan India at the plate. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That punch-out meant that of the 27 outs that the Reds recorded on Wednesday afternoon, 18 of those came via the strikeout. Reds lose 3-0. Here are the totals. Four Milwaukee, three runs, nine hits, one air, six left on base. Four Cincinnati, no runs on six hits, no airs. They stranded five. Pagara the winner, two and three. Lively the loser, four and six. Williams save number 26. One home run of the game, Taylor number two. Two hours and nine minutes, a big crowd on hand. 38,596 at American Family Field in Milwaukee. The Brewers with the victory, 57 and 46. The Reds, 50 with the defeat. They are now a game and a half behind Milwaukee in the National League Central. Thursday is an off day for Cincinnati. They are back at it Friday night in Los Angeles where they begin a three-game series against the Dodgers in Game 1. Lefty Brandon Williamson pitches for Cincinnati. He's 2-2 two and two with a 4.60 ERA. Right-hander Bobby Miller goes for L.A. He's 6-1. and one. His ERA, 4.28. 
We're on the air with the pregame show at 940. First pitch is scheduled for 10-10. And once again, the final score on Wednesday afternoon, the Brewers shut out the Reds 3-0. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.